Welcome everyone to episode four of hashtag 3R Club Book Conversation. How are you all doing? Long summer, happy fall. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for listening to us. I'm so excited to be back to review this wonderful book that have been taking way too long. I know, way too long. So today we are going to talk about the wonderful book by me, I like to call her, because I think she's the one that coined the term, the, 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 uh, the term, Miss Flores, Michelle Obama, the first black first lady, and her book is Becoming. And I gotta tell you, this is a book that I've been wanting to read uh, for the longest time, you know? I think that book came out December 2018. I pick it up, start reading it, but I got really busy. I got really busy and uh, I left it. And I'm so glad we selected for this summer again, you know, as part of the book club. And I gotta tell you, the book club is really helping me actually staying focused and finishing book because I got to be accountable to you guys. So because I have to be accountable to you guys, I end up have to like actually finishing the book. I had to finish the book and I'm so glad we have this book club so I can do that. So overall, why did I pick the book? You know, she's the first lady. I, when I think about it, I personally just have, uh, I love politics. I love uh, just following, you know, political figures, but mostly for her leadership, uh, for her leadership uh, capability. So that's the reason why I picked. And when I think about it, this is the first ever first lady book that I've read. Actually, let me take it back. I've actually read Hillary Clinton book in a airplane flight, a 15 hour plane flight. So maybe I don't remember that, but it was also a great, a great read, but I read it not because she was the first lady, because she was talking about why she lost her campaign in 2016. So maybe that's why I didn't register that, but she was the first lady. But this is the first time, I mean, I've beloved all the first lady until now. Actually, me and my family, we love going to presidential library. We've been to all the living president, except the current one, presidential library, you know, except President Obama. Actually, he doesn't have a presidential library yet. And I'm looking forward to his presidential library. So we love going to presidential library. We love collecting presidential uh, library stuff that you can put in your house to decorate and everything. Just learning about the presidency because this, this is a, this is the leader. These are the leader of the free world. So you want to learn about the experience when they're in that famous uh, White House. So that's the reason why we picked Becoming and Obama is a superstar. So why not? So with every book, we have a framework that we follow, you know, because I am a framework person. That's what I do in real life. And I think it just gives you a guiding way to, to, to talk about the book because for such a big book, I'm telling you, there's a lot going on in that book. If I didn't have a framework, I wouldn't even know where to start. So I'm grateful that we have a framework. So our framework is we always start with three ahas, things that really blow my mind or that I, I couldn't think about, I couldn't even, I didn't know about, right? And then we have uh, two uh, takeaway things that you really say, wow, I want to take away this. And then uh, 
one action plan, things that you want to really go forward. Because another thing that I really, it's super important for me about our book club is each book that we read. It's not just about reading the book, but it's actually applying the knowledge. That's why we're reading nonfiction book. We're reading personal development book to really develop ourselves and elevate us to, to live our God-given potential. So action plan is the last one. And then we rate each book on a on a point five on five star level and then we declare the book for the next time for the next month so all right let's get started for my three ahas i gotta tell you that this book it's so huge so so huge you know a page wise i know listening was over 12 hours if i recall but page wise the book is literally like 420 page so it's a huge book it's a huge book it took that's the reason why it took us so long to come back for another edition of this conversation that we're having you know but when i think about three ahas that i have about the book i i, I have to say I really love everything because the book is talking about her entire life, right? But my favorite part of the book, I really part about things that we didn't know because as soon as uh, I've known about Michelle Obama from the moment we knew about Barack Obama. So, and I disclaimer, I'm a political junkie. Therefore, I knew everything about her husband and herself because I follow them diligently. So anything after her husband announced that she, he was becoming a presidential candidate, I pretty much already knew, but I didn't know a lot about her life story. So that's the part that I really had a lot of a heart. So my first aha is I love everything about her childhood, how she grew up, because I, it reminds me of my childhood, really. You know, I come from a very modest family, at least when I was growing up. My parents was really very modest, living in a in a in a courtyard backyard you know i mean the way she explained her her neighborhood just remind me of the neighborhood that i grew up with you know a neighborhood that is really interesting for lack of a better word but inside the way your parent the value that your parent had raising you does not define how the neighborhood was meaning like things might be going out there but you are my child and you need to behave this way. And I really love that, you know, so I love her childhood story, how she was a little girl. She was the only girl, right? She had a her brother, Craig, but she was the only girl. I grew up also as the only girl in my family and I always somebody that was really introvert and hence I love reading books. So I grew up really sitting by myself in my bedroom, reading books or not too much TV, but always being internal, you know, and I always grew up as somebody that really didn't fit too much or not even interested in feeding too much into like what's going on out there. And so I really re vividly remember that and I could relate. So it was really interesting to see that, oh, that's how she grew up. So that was my first aha about her childhood. My second aha is really about her love story, you know, in the detail that she gave us, her first kiss, where they met, how they, you know, the whole, the date, everything that she told us about her relationship, you know, 
uh, before they got married, you know, how they met at the law firm, how he went back to Harvard and he came back to her. Her love story with Barack was just amazing. And it really amplified, you know, what we want to hear about, about black love, you know, black people, black men, black women loving each other. So I could totally re relate to that. And I love that, you know, it really lights me up. And then the third part of her story that I also really was an aha, it was also personally touched to me, was really on chapter 13. And one of the things that I do in this uh, conversation is I try not to give too much away because I want to give you enough so that you can go and read the book, right? But chapter 13, if you ever went through anything with infertility, you got to read chapter 13 because chapter 13 was just my life. And I'll talk about action plan, but she detailed vividly how we women, you know, we go through infertility in the couple with our husband and how our perspective versus their perspective of it you know so that's all i'm gonna say one first aha her childhood story was amazing second aha her love story with barack together was also very sweet to hear how they really love each other and how they grew in their love to each other right and how strong their love were before they even know got into public office or, or public stage and then a personal battle with infertility that was really my three those were really my three ahas my takeaway is takeaways so takeaways for me you know when you're reading a book like this this is not really a personal development book let's just be for real for real this is more a biography and i cannot remember the last time I read somebody's biography, and I don't even know if I want to read another biography, and I'll tell you the reason why toward the end. But, so when I'm talking about aha's takeaway, it's very difficult because this is not a book that is really teaching you much, it's really telling you, telling you somebody's story. And then while you listen to the story, you're trying to take away what you can learn from it. And for me, being a political junkie and also following them, my takeaway were a little bit different and it could be different for you. But I learned about their faith because so many people talk about their faith. Like, okay, Barack Obama might be Muslim. Michelle Obama might just be, you know, whatever, you know, all the bad rumor that we heard. But she went about and explained exactly, not only about their faith, their religion, but the issue that they had with uh, the, the pastor. Jeremiah, Jeremiah Wright, and I could relate because I go to a church, you know, a Christian church, and I don't always 100% new flash agree with what my pastor always say, and I sit there and do listen to it, and in the future or some, so that doesn't mean you cannot correlate what the pastor say to me, even if I'm sitting there or not, but I still support my church. I love my church. I love my church family, but I don't always 100% agree with everything. So that was a little bit takeaway that, oh, that's exactly what happened to them. And it could happen to anybody because they were sitting in the church with uh, Dr. Jeremiah Wright, you know, and he was saying all kind of stuff. You, if you guys don't remember the story, go Google it. And then when Barack, uh, President Obama was uh, coming to, uh, during the campaign back in 2000, 2008 or nine, there was a huge story about all the video that have surfaced from Jeremiah Wright. And literally, 
that Barack had to officially denounce. So it was a very hurtful thing for both of them, you know, because you can imagine you could denounce your pastor or your, your spiritual leader, like we call it. It's a little bit difficult, you know, so, and we heard a lot of bad things about that in the media back then. So it was really good a takeaway that she actually, you know, enlightened us about what was the backstory, but that impacted the, the religion that impacted their faith or even the way they express their faith because toward the end of the book she mentioned that they try not to show their faith anymore and because they were not showing their faith or going to church or talking about their religion people kind of assume things about their religion which is also not good so that was my takeaway and i really appreciate that she actually dived deep into that storyline for us my second takeaway is, you know, if I could just wrap it up into one takeaway, was really how she explained to us when she met those dignitary people that we're always talking about, like the Queen Elizabeth and the whole story about how she embraced the Queen and that was like a huge media drama, you know, how she, she told us that the Queen was really a personable person, a personable human being, Her Majesty, the Queen was really nice and personable to a point where she was like, excuse me, my shoes is hurting right now. And I was like, Queen Elizabeth, I'm right there with you. That's why I wear I, I wear flat shoes these days. So it's it was just funny. It was interesting. It was just good to know that we're all human and it doesn't matter your level. And she also talked about when she met Nelson Mandela. So all those stories were really great. But my other takeaways that wrap into that is just how vividly she tells us stories. And the one last takeaway is, it might make it three, but call it two. Part of my second takeaway is when um, there was Sandy Hook. And I remember where I was when there was Sandy Hook, that elementary school where somebody went in and shoot uh, 11 kids die, or maybe more than that. I don't want to, I don't want to mistaken the number, but you remember Sandy Hook in 2011, maybe there was 2011, instead of me saying uh, uh, 11 kids. And Barack had to stop everything. President Barack Obama had to stop everything in the middle of the day to call Michelle to come down to his office so they can just embrace each other. And I just felt like, wow, the president needed his wife in that moment to just breathe a little bit. And how many times have you been in a situation where just bad things happen and you just need your spouse, your partner, your mom, your dad, I mean, your, your significant other whatever that is, and you just need to hold them to give you peace and to breathe through that moment. So I just thought that was powerful, uh, that storyline that she shared in the book. So that was my two ahas. And then let's talk about action plan. In action plan, action plan, because that's super important. So for the action plan, this is a lot because this book is huge and I just talked for like 10 minutes to give you highlight of my thought. But the great thing that I love about what Michelle is doing with this book is really that she she knows that all of us, we have our voice and that we got to find our voice. And I think I was just thinking about it before I jump on here that she want to make sure because she's one of the rare first lady. I don't know if we're ever going to have a black woman as a first lady in this country. So we got to take it while we have it, right? But she wanted to be a role model to all of us. And she knows that all of us have our story. So she created this wonderful um, 
this wonderful uh, journal. Like when you go through the journal, it has over 50, 60 pages. When you go through those journal, you get to find your own voice. And it asks you specific questions. The journal asks you questions about your childhood. I'm just gonna flip the page here and tell you. Look outside a window in your home, write down what you see. What was the biggest new headline on the day you were born? This is like, make you go deep, you know? Another page say, how have those elder left a mark on you? Think back to your childhood when you will visit grandparents or all the elder. Capture one specific memory from those visits in the fullest detail possible, including the sight, sound, and smell. Another page. Create a playlist of songs that you could listen to on repeat. Oh, wow, that's awesome. Another last one. Reflect on your greatest struggle. What was it and how did you go from it? It's because she knows the value of sharing your story, sharing your voice. I always say, speak your truth, even if your voice shake, you know? So my action plan is simply this. I am going to take this workbook. So this is a workbook separate from the actual book. So if you listen to the book on tape, you're not going to have this. You got to buy this. And this is not something you can listen to. This is something you're going to actually journal. And I love journaling. If you guys don't know, journaling is powerful. And uh, I'm definitely, definitely going to follow this. I know that I'm going to write a book one day. I don't know when. But this is going to help me do that, obviously, because this is going to make you go through memory lane of your life. And I'm celebrating 40 years this year. And this is totally like a great gift for me for just my little 40 years of life to just go through memory lane of my life and just writing down, even if I'm not going to share it, you know, I'm going to share it. Even if I'm not going to share it with the world, you know. Just going back in your memory and thinking about that can only be therapeutic therapeutic you know it could it could just be healing to you so that's that's my action plan and uh, that's my action plan that got to be the action plan for this book she knew that it's not just about writing a book but it's more than that it's about putting something out there so i so appreciate it so much appreciate it now let's talk about uh, but it's more than that. It's about putting some... Let's talk about how long... Uh, let's talk about the rating. Let's talk about the rating. The rating for this book. So I'm going to have to be truthful. You know, when it comes to rating, I just give it to you like I think about it, right? So for the rating, this book was long. Let's just be for real. This book was long. And I was uh, sitting in my uh, office, my office this afternoon, just looking through my book and thinking about this conversation that we we're going to have. I, I don't remember ever reading anybody's biography, but I buy the book about, about Condoleezza Rice biography, about Jimmy Carter biography about I have a I have it on my shelf I have a Bill Clinton my life biography they're all sitting there I never read it I never read it because it's so huge this is not even that big if you see Bill Clinton biography my life it's almost one and a half it's probably these two books together the real book and the journal uh, the journal book together so this book is just huge and I'm like 
I don't know. I mean, these people will probably buy it, but I don't know if people really read it. I think what's really valuable for this biography is what me and my family, family have been doing. And I cannot wait for Michelle Obama and uh, President uh, Barack Obama to have the presidential library. It's just, I can spend an entire day. I can spend 12 hours in a presidential library, but I'm, I can't spend 12 hours sitting there reading a book. I can spend two hours, three hours watching a movie about a president history. Well, maybe not. I don't know, because I usually sleep when I watch a movie. But I can see, I can definitely go in a presidential library and, and spend a day. We've done it for um, President George Bush, Bush. Bush. We've done it for um, Jimmy Carter, and we've also done it for uh, Truman. We've done it for... Um, Ben Clinton, so I can totally spend a day and go to, to go to a presidential library and listen to uh, and walk through, watch little mini video, read through little article here and there, and just visually walk through the storyline and the life story. But what I cannot do is listen to a book or read a book for like an entire day. It's just exhausting. It doesn't matter how much the story is. So for that, I'm gonna take some point out for Michelle Obama. But the book overall, as you can see, has been fabulous. It has been inspiring, enlightening. We got to learn, at least I got to learn. If you didn't know anything about Michelle Obama, you're going to enjoy this book. If you're somebody that has a lot of patience, which a lot of people don't have these days, or attention span, you have a lot of, you can focus and just sit there and read a book for days, days, days. This might be for you. But if you have short attention span, like most a millennium or, or, or Gen Z, this is not a book for you, right? So I say all that to say, I am going to give her a three, but I'll give her a 3.5 because she went ahead of her time and create that, uh, uh, that journal, that journal, because she knew that it's not just about putting my book out there and making gazillion or million of dollar, but it's also having an opportunity for young girls or women of all the age like you and I here to actually pin down a story, you know, pin down a story, write down, go back in memory and write down a book. So for that, I'll give her a 3.5, 3.5 for the Michelle Obama book. So that's my rating. Now let's talk about, before we close out our conversation today, let's talk about our next book. One of the great things that uh, we've decided to do in our online book club, hashtag 3RClub, you can find us on Facebook, is really to focus on a Black author. It's an intentional decision, but it's also a decision that maybe even if we didn't do it, We've already been doing it, but it's better to even be intentional. So since June, we have been intentional to read book by Black author, hence Michelle Obama. It was going to be our next book, but she just happened to be a Black author. And then, so now we have a plethora of, because as soon as you put it out there and say, I want Black author, people start sending me so many Black author books, and I'm so excited. We could be reading Black author book until 2022, if you ask me, but I'm not going to force my, my my feeling on you because I want to make sure that we pick books that excite everybody. So our next book that we decided, because we make a vote internally in our online book club, 
is going to be identity. It's going to be identity leadership by, it's going to be identity leadership by Stedman Graham. That's the book, Identity Leadership. So that's going to be our next book that we're going to be reading. It's a wonderful book as well. I have a look at it. It has been uh, on my uh, bookshelf uh, for the past. It has been on my bookshelf for, for years because uh, it has been on my bookshelf for over seven years. So about time to read it. It's not a brand new book. It's called Identity Leadership. To lead others, you must first lead yourself. And I really feel like it's good timing for that kind of book right now because I personally has been doing a lot of introspection, introspection, you know, reflection into my own personal life, you know, and things that I can do to grow. What can I bring into my toolbox to grow? So I think this is a great book for that. So Identity Leadership by Stedman Graham. It's going to be our next book and we're going to have our next book conversation next month join us if you want to be part of the cool kids of the group where you can read the book with us ping me send me a message on, on facebook twitter instagram i'm on all that at c square on instagram is the square four and then i can give you access to our book club and then you can start reading the book but you can read along with us and just follow us and uh, have join us to have the conversation anytime again thank you and stay safe stay blessed and um, stay unique bye